a bull keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for Bunyan Country Today is the day, the day we find out which six kids, ages 10 to 15, have earned a lifetime fishing license from Take a Kid Fishing. The essays have been completed, they've been read, and Christina Regas will tell us the six kids who never have to buy a fishing license again. Plus, it's Lake of the Weekday. It's all coming up. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, checking in with Christina Regas. She is a member of the uh, Take a Kid Fishing of Bemidji Area Committee. They had a unique event this year because they could not have for a second straight year the event. They had an essay contest. And we are finally, Christina, at the point where we're going to reveal who, the, uh, who, who was selected in each group. Yes, we are. We have names. We have selected uh, participants that we can't wait to tell everybody. So there was a uh, th- there was one for each age group, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15, and you had quite a few uh, submissions, it sounds like. We did. It was a really good um, first try of this essay contest where our committee was thrilled to be part of this, um, this unique experience, and, and we may even do it again next year. It was just an absolutely wonderful, rewarding experience. So... Six people will be getting lifetime fishing licenses for the state of Minnesota. Uh, what is the value uh, of those uh, for th- these particular age groups? Um, so the state of Minnesota's lifetime fishing license for ages 4 to 15 is $469. Um, as most of most people might know, after the age of 15, um, you know, as a as a state of Minnesota resident, you must start purchasing a fishing license to be legal every year to fish in the state. So this will give six recipients the opportunity to never have to pay for that license the rest of their lives. So they better never leave. Uh, they better better never move out of Minnesota then. <laughs> yeah, they better never leave the state. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, or they'll have one when they come back to visit anyway. They will. They yeah. will. Yes. Yes. So very excited to announce these names. Okay. Before we do that, just your thoughts. Yeah, I'm sure you read them all. What was your thoughts about the quality of the essays? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, a couple of tears came um, <laughs> when I read the age group that I did. Um, I just my own memories of growing up in that and being that age and, and uh, having my dad and my family take me fishing started to flood back. So it was just really great to read the enthusiasm and the passion that some of these kids have for fishing. Just made me feel like a kid all over again. It was amazing. Were there any recurring themes that seemed to permeate a lot of them? You know, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, some of the essay content some of the essay submissions, you could tell the kids that um, really have a huge passion for fishing. They don't just they don't just experience it in one season, but all seasons. So from 
summer on the on a on a boat or a pontoon all the way to ice fishing so these some of these kids have experienced it and just love it all year round which is really unique all right so we've uh, we're going to narrow it down from 36 to the six selected uh, each age group and let's uh, let's go ahead and find out who is getting lifetime fishing licenses from the take a kid fishing committee okay so we'll start with age 10 and the winner for or the the selected uh, age 10 recipient is Liam Amston from Northholm, Minnesota. Okay. Age 11 was Grayson Foley from Bemidji, Minnesota. Age 12 was Eleanor Hodap, also from Bemidji, Minnesota. Age 13 was Emily Mastin of uh, uh, Kellier, or excuse me, Ten Strike, Minnesota, sorry. And age 14 is Sam Moss of Bemidji, Minnesota. And finally, age 15 was Wyatt Lahr of LaPorte, Minnesota. Okay. Let's have you repeat them one more time in case people missed one or two. Okay, age 10, Liam Amsden, age 11, Grayson Foley, age 12, Eleanor Hodap, age 13, Emily Mastin, age 14, Sam Moss, and age 15, Wyatt Lahr. Okay, congratulations to those six. Uh, of the Take a Kid Fishing uh, Essay Contest, they are the six that get the lifetime licenses. So, so what's next for them? How do they how do they actually get their license? Okay, so the committee will be sending them um, to the address they submitted when they brought uh, turned their essay in, a, an application and a formal letter congratulating them that they have been selected. Uh, they the child and the parent must fill out the rest of the application and return it back to the committee so it can get processed at the state of Minnesota at the Department of Natural Resources. After that point, when the DNR returns the lifetime fishing licenses to our organization, we will be getting those um, out to the children. Later on in the show, we'll talk a lot more about Take a Kid Fishing and future events with Christina Regis from the Bemidji Area Take a Kid Fishing Committee. Up next, though, our Lake of the Week. And we check back in with Mark Bacigalupe out of the Brainerd Area Fisheries Office. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast at becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi Bemidji, one step further. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country's Lake of the Week. Thank you, Paul. 
It is indeed Lake of the Week Day, and once again, we're heading down to the uh, Brainerd Area Office, checking in with the Brainerd Area Fishery Supervisor, Mark Bacigalupe. Mark, welcome back. Thanks for having me. So we're going to actually head over to Crosby today and talk about Serpent Lake, a lake that if you if you get to Crosby, pretty easy to find. It's right there. That's right. The Crosby Memorial Park has the big uh, dragon or the serpent or whatever you want to call that big thing, and you can't miss it. It's a pretty big lake, too. I mean, it's 1,100 acres, and looks like it's got great uh, diversity of fishery in it. Yeah, and really clear water, too. Secchi depth at 22 feet, um, and uh, you mentioned uh, you can't miss it on the, on the Crosby side. On the east side of the lake, it's, it really touches deer wood, too. Plenty of ways to access it. It looks like there's a city um, access and uh, DNR access as well, so a couple different spots to get onto the water. It's called Memorial Park in, in Crosby there, and then on the on the east side, it's uh, Highway 6, uh, just a wayside, they call it Wayside Park, but yeah, kind of a pull-off uh, for the west side, uh, sorry, east side of the lake, I'm going to get my directions mixed up here. <laughs> okay. Well, as I was looking at the uh, fish sampled from the 2014 survey, which was the most recent I could find on the website... Uh, Look to me like, again, everything we want is in that lake, including a decent number of walleyes with a, a pretty good average size of over two pounds. Yeah, and we have some data hot off the presses that surveyed it in 2020, and the fingerlings are doing well. That's one of the few places where we stock fingerlings annually. And uh, this last survey, we saw 6.8 per net which is really pretty good and good sizes, you know, averaging 16-inch fish, so nice eaters. Okay. Uh, oh, we had a big one, too, in that survey, a 31-incher. Wow. So that's something for us to search for when we get out there. Yeah, the the walleyes are looking good, and uh, crappies are another uh, feature, I would say, for serpent uh, anglers um, looking for crappies out there, both in the winter and, and in the spring and summer. Uh, with some nicer, nicer sized fish, you know, up to 12.5 in the survey. But those surveys are not, the summer surveys aren't necessarily geared to catch the biggest panfish. So there, there could be bigger ones out there. You also got uh, a pretty good uh, population, it looks like, of bass and northerns, too. Really nice northerns, you know, not too many, um, not, not necessarily a hammer handle problem there. Um, Average length of 20 inches, and in that last survey, and uh, some of them are over. We say, we say 10% are over that 26 inch uh, protected area. Remember, we've got the 22 to 26 per, uh, inch protected slot there, and some of those fish are on the bigger side for those that are looking for the bigger ones. You know, um, we know when, when there's a, a town or two on the shores of a lake, it's not a hidden away lake by any stretch. So I'm assuming this lake is well-developed and has plenty of traffic on it. Certainly a feature of the Crosby-Ironton-Deerwood area uh, brings people in, and, uh, and I'm sure there's some Fourth of July traffic, but you could get out in the morning and evenings and, and uh, have a, a peaceful fishing outing, too. So. I'm assuming, you know, with the, with the look at the populations in there, a lot of people do fish that lake. Yeah, I would say it's one of the, um, you know, we've got some major lakes in the Brainerd area. We consider consider this all in Crow Wing County as the Brainerd area to me. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, that's right kind of the next year after those big ones. So, Anything going on in there that is concerning you right now? 
Well, uh, serpent's doing well plugging o- plugging along. It does have zebra mussels in the lake. Um, there are a number of, of uh, water body. Brainerd's a little bit of a hot spot for zebra mussels, uh, unfortunately. And uh, so we're watching that. We're um, trying to study that as much as possible as far as fishery effects. Um, but uh, so far, so good. A lot of structure in that lake, too. Yeah, it's a neat lake as far as structure. There's pumps and bumps there and uh, lots of places to try where those fish are. It looks like there's inlets and outlets. Do those inlets and outlets allow you to get on any other lakes worth pursuing? There are smaller connections there. You you want to kind of stay there unless you have a, <laughs> a pretty small craft. <laughs> so the giant uh, 24-person pontoon probably not going to make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good walleye population. i really uh, impressed with the average size of over 2 pounds, and those northern pike also over 2-pound average. Every time you can find those kinds of fish with over 2-pound averages, that's it's fairly unusual. Yeah, that's nice to have some nicer fish, uh, lower-density pike. It's got a, a little bit of deeper water, but um, we actually show the oxygen going out around 35 feet. So don't tempt yourself uh, <laughs> trying to fish that deep water. You know, stay above, stay shallower than 35 feet. I don't know that uh, if you're a history of lakes guy, but any idea how it got the name Serpent Lake? <laughs> um, well, you know, I've only been around this area 11 years, so uh, but in the DNR for uh, for 20 now, but. I I bet the locals know the the local lore a little better. All right, I'm gonna have to chase down my friend Melissa, who you, who is a Crosby Ironton native, and see if she knows why. It is Serpent Lake. It is our Lake of the Week. Mark Bachigalupi, the Brainerd Area Fisheries Supervisor, with all the details. Mark, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We're checking back in with Christina Regas of the Bemidji Area Take a Kid Fishing Committee discussing the essay contest they had in which six students, one each from age 10 through 15, were selected to receive a lifetime Minnesota fishing license. You mentioned it might happen in the future, but it started because you you were looking to do something this year because you couldn't have the event again. Yeah, you know, every year when we have our when we actually have our major events, we typically ask our our volunteer guides to nominate um, children that just have a huge passion and 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 for for the sport of fishing. And this was the best way we could get those submissions again. But after doing it like this, we might do this in conjunction with our actual event when we come back in 2022. We just think it's it was just a a really great way to. Uh, hear how much the kids enjoy the sport of fishing because sometimes during our events the kids are having a great time we don't always hear everything and boy it just it just warms your heart hearing all these positive things about the sport of fishing from these age groups well it sounds like you are going to have an event next year then yes god willing we're coming back full force (laughs) you bet (laughs) so uh how do we plan it from here on out uh, in terms of our events? Yeah, I mean, uh, w- w- are we starting from scratch, or do you have a lot of things in place before you you decided you couldn't go this year? Where are you at in that we've regard? Always, yep, we've always had um, really great volunteers and guides always in place, ready to go. So, you know, the way everything has worked in the past, it won't you won't see a whole lot of change going forward in the future. Um, 
the the uh, restrictions are lifted, so it will keep our children safe, and um, our guides are ready to come back full force next summer. So uh, beginning probably March or April of 2022, we'll start looking for our volunteers, our organizers, and um, our kids, and we'll get all those um, applications the kids get to um, to come and do the, take care of the events, actually take part in the events. Um, so next summer, June, boy, it'd probably be like the 8th, is when our event should be next year. Okay. I know that, um, you know, as it turned out, they, they went and opened everything up right before your event, but that's not anything you can predict far enough in advance for an event like this. Yeah, you know what, I... I wish we would have had a crystal ball a month and a half ago when we decided to pull the plug on this year because, you know, it would have made our lives a lot easier. We could have done it. But it, this takes a lot of um, organization. I mean, a lot of parents don't typically register their kids for the events until almost a week to 10 days prior to. And it just wasn't enough time for our, um, our volunteers to really get organized. Um, so it made us a little bit more at ease knowing that we can just start all over like we would always do next year um, without any big changes, except for maybe this essay contest. We might, we'll probably bring this back next year. So as you uh, sat around waiting for the ability to do something, which you finally are going to get here in 2022, did it, were there any ideas bounced around about differences or everybody pretty? Yeah. You know, typically we do a fundraiser where we give away a, um, uh, an, a fish house. Mm-hmm. And we are working on something very different. Um, oh. We have tried to focus our efforts on, you know, the, the, the fish house is something we've done for almost 30 years. And we are going to be doing a, a fundraiser. But what we're going to be raffling off is going to be a lot different next year. It's still going to be in the focus of fishing, but I think it's going to uh, attract a much different market of people that buy our our raffle tickets. So hmm. I want the public to just keep an ear and an eye out for it. Probably this fall we'll start announcing what we're going to do. So I'm just going to give you a teaser right now. Ooh, color me intrigued. I yeah. can't. I cannot wait to hear what this is all about, <laughs> for sure. Um, as as again, as we get ready for the future, you know, um, I'm sure you would agree. If some of the people who typically are part of this event want to take kids fishing, why they should probably go ahead and do that. Absolutely, please do so. I know that the state of Minnesota has always done one weekend in June. Um, they they designate. Take a Kid Fishing Weekend, it's usually the second weekend in June, where anyone, um, whether they're licensed or not, are encouraged to take children fishing. And it's, it's, that's statewide. It doesn't have to um, be part of, like, our chapter where we make a big event out of the, out of the, um, the state events. I, I encourage everybody out there. This, it's, it doesn't matter if it's COVID or not. Everybody wants to get outside, enjoy the weather, take somebody share the experience and the wonderful sport of fishing with someone younger than you so that the sport continues. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of kids out there looking for something to do this summer. And if you know some of them and you like to go fishing, just bring them along. Please do. Yes. 
Because if they're 15 or under, they don't need a license yet. No, they don't. No, they don't. And you can do it from a dock. You can do it from a, you know, from a bridge. You could do it from, you know, somebody's boat. Just anywhere. Christina, anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, nope. I just want to thank uh, thank you, Kev, for always being there and supporting our organization and your station. This has been just a wonderful experience, and we really uh, can't wait to get these kids fishing. All right. Congratulations to the 10 that uh, were selected, one from each age group, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. They've got lifetime licenses for fishing. Congratulations once again to them. Christina, thanks for your time. Thanks for all you do for Take a Kid Fishing. And uh, by gosh, I can't wait to eat walleye at Lake Bemidji State Park next year. (laughs) You will. Congratulations to all the recipients. Hey, don't forget to tune in tomorrow, our last show before the long holiday weekend, and it's going to be a good one. We've got Mike Frisch in from Fishing the Midwest and a guy with fishing in his DNA. Nick Linder will join us as well. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country has been sponsored by Visit Bemidji. M-F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country.